0: Welcome to another episode of The Week of the DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Kuroge, joined always by my co-hosts, the man, the myth, the marmalade, the lucha Libra, Daniel Vargas. Hello. And the number one e-girl streamer on Twitch, the yeah. old architect, solar man himself, Daniel Jang. Can I get a whole of your oh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. This is highly <laughs> Um We come to each and every week to podcast services of your choice, from tables, panels, conference rooms, uh, next to bathrooms, uh, please come in. Um, and we talk about nerdy stuff, comics, games, movies, everything in between, pop culture. We usually each bring a topic to the table, and we talk about it in some way, shape, or form. And we have some fun. We hope you have fun with us. We've been doing this for 294 episodes. In that time, we've remained a five-star podcast this entire time. We've... Thank you. Thank you. Applause for applause. Applause
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: no, <I'll> pause now. <laughs> um, Some of our accolades. I want to kind of take a moment to relish this. Um, one is this panel. Thank you for coming to our debut uh, panel, uh, first time showing up at LA Comic Con. Um, we've interviewed game award-winning developers. Uh, one of them being the uh, Untitled Goose Game developers. Uh, the Messenger is another indie uh, darling game that's, that's well-reviewed and braved about and award-winning. We've interviewed Hugo award-winning writers such as Andy Weir, the writer of The Martian. Um, we are best friends with Tommy Wiseau. He just saw us a moment ago. He should be arriving sometime today, uh, maybe after our panel, but he'll arrive. Um, we've podcasted everywhere. We've podcasted in conference rooms, living rooms, diners, airports, poolside. Pretty much everywhere. Um, and a new statistic we have listeners not just in this room, not just here, not just each other, in eight different countries and three different continents. So, yeah. some, some athletes in our, in our 298 episodes. Thanks to Spotify around for letting us Thank you, Spotify. <laughs> Sponsored Spotify. Um, still trying to chase sponsorship, please. But today, so that, that, that was my moment to kind of hype up. Uh, Today, we're going to be going over a Comic-Con exclusive uh, panel. Stick around. Um, Don't leave, please. (laughs) Um, Because we have pins for those that uh, have chosen to come of their own free will. But what we'll be going over today is because it's the end of the year, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite stuff of this year, the best of 2022. And we're largely going to be sticking to movies and games. We have time, we'll go into like shows and animes and stuff, but we'll see how the time goes because they know they want to keep us in this room. Um, so with that, guys, are you ready for the for topic? The let's, yeah, let's do it. Talk. First, we're going to start with movie. I want you guys to tell me. We'll go one at a time. Uh, what was your favorite movie this year, and why did you pick it? you want to go first? Oh, OK, then you go. <laughs> then I'll
2: start. So a movie that I really enjoyed this year is um, Bullet Trick. Bullet Train, yeah. Okay. Bullet Train is about uh, is a movie about five assassins that board a bullet train. They all have a mission, and they find out that there's something in common with all of their missions. And it, it just becomes a hectic mess of assassins trying to get something done. And it's a, it's a really fun uh, movie with a lot
0: of comedy, in it. and it's really really well done. Cool. And yeah. what would you say it did that no other film did for you this year? Uh, they had a setting of a bullet train, yeah, It's really good. Nice.
3: Yeah, well, I think the only other time I've seen that is in the film Logan. <laughs>
0: and maybe Paddington Bear 2. Um, maybe. You Spoilers see? for Paddington Bear 2. I haven't seen Paddington Bear 2, but I heard it's really good. It's one of the best films of all yeah, time. Hey he Dale uh, really likes it too. Nicholas Cage loves it. Um, so that's all that in the movie? You do. <laughs> but bullet train, so... You saw that? What did you go into that thinking? Like, did you have any uh, predispositions going into I, in I film? didn't have
2: any expectations because I didn't watch like anything. Like, no so children, like nothing. So. what would you say drew you to go to this? It was like, were you um, just I, It just it seemed like the the type of movie that I really liked, and uh, I watched it. It was like they had Japanese things things to it because it's the bullet train, and uh,
3: so oh, yeah, yeah. because it's, I, the bullet trains it's set in Tokyo. Yeah, okay. Or in Japan, parts of Japan.
0: Yeah, it's And then, uh, do you remember who was in it? Uh, um, there was a few that I remember, but I don't remember the the ones I remember were Brad. Pitt, Obviously, is a yeah. protagonist, but um, there You're was from Atlanta. Yes. Cool. Yeah, uh, Joey King, uh, Andrew Koji, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I think. He was kick ass, he was in Godzilla. I know, he was one of my favorite parts of the film. Him and the Atlantic guy, they were like buddies. Have have anyone in the audience seen Vulture? There's bad bad buddies in it too. Yeah, Yeah. bad when he did his (laughs) debut. And would you say you
3: guys enjoyed the film? Yeah.
0: There was a lot more. Yeah, the, the way it kept the comedy and the action going was like a nice one. The thing that bothered me, the only thing that I was like squeamish about was whenever there's a snake loose in a film, <laughs> it, I can't not think about it. So you never watched Thing on a Play? I did. I did. But I knew they were all over the place. Yeah. And that was the point of the film. But <laughs> Kill Bill, for instance, when they're having that fight. Oh, yeah. As soon as the snake was there, I'm like, I don't, I'm not paying attention to the <laughs> fight anymore. I'm like, where is the snake? I need to know where the snake is. Hell. So that distracted me more than anything, more than anything. But it was it was a part of the film. So that was a good movie. Yeah, it was surprising. I think one of the things I didn't know was because uh, Sandra Bullock is in the film. They had done a deal where it's like Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum would be in Brad Pitt's film if Brad Pitt was in their film, The Lost City, mm-hmm. which was also this year was like a rom com. Yeah, the two of them with Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock. So that was that was a funny little thing, right? I don't uh-huh. know um okay i'll i'll go next and then we'll save i think james uh, is a special one that we wanted to spend some time mine was uh the, the anime film bell um it's spelled b-e-l-l-e it came out at the start of the year i think around january and it was about a high school student girl who had somehow there's like a vr world that she that in this world they have like as a social space um, and she becomes a globally beloved like uh, singer in that world. And so she goes from mild manner high school student to super popular famous uh, singer in this world. And then story kind of ensues from there that I don't want to spoil. But there's a lot of what it, what it did for me was um, it it kind of blended. I, it's very rare for me to see anime films done like more than just like, here's our anime series and then there's like a movie. Right. Um, this year has been a special Different, I think some of the anime series, uh, Demon Slayer, One Piece, and and this isn't based on a series, but those two in particular come to mind where I'm like they felt like they added more to the story, they're not just like one offs to the side. But Bell was like a standalone film, and um, I really enjoyed what it did. It was like trying to go for more of a realistic like world, and she's dealing with her own life troubles and, and, and the struggles and stuff that she's going through, and then there's the fantastical absurdity of like this VR world that she's able to kind of like imagine it and, and inhabit. Um, and the music was like kind of balancing with it really, really well. So um, I would highly recommend it if anyone Would you wish to consider it more of a love story? It, I think it, the, the advertising portrayed it as a love story, but it was, that was just an aspect. Uh, it was not even like the main part of it. It was just, she's kind of thrown into this popularity into this world and she's figuring, that part of it out. There's mysterious characters in it. There's like stuff she's trying to figure out between the two worlds because she's trying to stay anonymous mm-hmm. while doing this, and it's kind of interesting how she balances it all, and, and like the comedy that also goes with her character, and like she's she's like one personality in real life and another in, in, the, in the VR world. Yeah, so. it was interesting, and okay, okay. I highly recommend it. I don't think uh, I think yeah. it came out for like a weekend or two. I'm gonna just yeah, be... yeah, I didn't manage to catch it. Yeah, have you guys heard of it? Yeah. Has anyone in the audience heard of I recommend And that was my pick. Uh, Jen, do you want to tell us your pick? So I think unanimously,
3: we all love this film. Um, best film of the year. Everything,
1: Everywhere, All at Once. Um, directed by Daniels, and they made Swiss Army Man I've never seen that film. It's good. I recommend it too. It's fine. Basic plot is. It's kind of weird. Uh, there's a villain that's trying to destroy the universe,
3: and Michelle Yeoh is chosen, is chosen to, I'm
0: like
1: finding out the villain is kind of a spoiler, so.
0: Well, I, I looked up the premise for that online, and it's, it's funny because it's, it's broad, but it's also very accurate. So the, the, the synopsis for the film is the plot centers, on, centers around a Chinese-American immigrant play, played by Michelle Yeoh, who, while being audited by the IRS, discovers that she must connect with parallel universes, through universe versions of herself to prevent a powerful being from destroying multiverse.
1: It's live action. And the the villain is a, it's a spoiler, I guess? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 it's a spoiler. Um, Yeah, that, that film is, I haven't seen a film I've a film where
2: it has two inanimate objects make me have cables. That's a sport. That's a
3: sport. yeah. There's a, there's a scene in there where it just rocks.
0: Yeah, there's just rocks. Yeah. I went from, for that film, one of the, the, the things that stood out to me was I went from crying from laughing in one minute, and literally, like, 10 minutes later, I was crying from, like, heartfelt, emotional, like, moments that were happening in the story. And I'm like, what are you doing yeah, I just recovered from the... Comedy, but just <laughs> um, and alongside Michelle Yeoh, I should say, um, uh, uh, what was his name? I name Key, huh? Key,
1: um, Key. Key. Well, but well, he, what was his uh filmography? Uh, oh, uh, the guy from Indiana Jones, Show Around, yes, and, and uh, Goonies. The Goonies, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's he hadn't acted
0: in a long time, and um, and uh, he's he, he'd come back in this role, uh, he, he fit perfectly. He would, he plays the husband, to Michelle Yeoh's uh, protagonist, and uh, I'd say one of the standouts for me was Jamie Lee Curtis. She plays one of the, she plays the IRS person in particular, and I never thought I'd see Jamie Lee Curtis, because in this movie, they, they can channel abilities that their other universe versions Have are proficient in, so in another universe, they're a master chef, in another universe, they're Kung Fu Masters, and Jamie Lee Curtis is somehow able to tap into a pro wrestler version of herself. And I was like, and they, they have her actually doing maneuvers
1: in her wrestling, and I'm like, all right, I'm sold. <laughs> that movie is Final Fantasy VI to I talked about it in a podcast before. There's a scene in Final Fantasy VI where you think it's over, and I drop the controller, and I'm like, oh, the game's done. And that movie has that scene. There's a moment where you're like, oh, the movie's done. It's like, a, a holy shit. And there's a part, like I think it's Easter Egg for
2: Smash Bros. Yeah, they have like oh, the yeah. the uppercut, uppercut, uppercut on the character in this Oh of the yeah, shine. Through, like, of that <laughs> blessing off. And I heard it like,
1: the, the directors, like they couldn't watch Rick and Morty because Rick and Morty already did ideas. Oh, for yeah. from multiverse stuff. So they had i gotta yeah. stop watching Rick and Morty. Because they feel like it would be in Well was, it, they were, Rick and Morty already did all the shit yeah. that he wanted to do in the film. It was I to stop watching this shit. Oh I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was... I hope it went on uh, Oscars, like,
0: well-deserved. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. It was a really good film. Um, I think it, it bound, like, more and more movies for me nowadays, it's like, they're, they're usually like, okay, here's my horror movie, here's my comedy, here's my action. I like those when they do it really well. Like, Top Gun was one of those, Top Gun Maverick. It was a really good, like, here's an action film. Um, but when a film balances comedy with uh, with heart, heartache and with drama and with all this stuff and, and the absurdity too and sci-fi stuff like that's a fine line I think that it takes yeah. the balance and when it does it really well it's like look at this This really stood out and it didn't waste any minute like it felt like it was really tight it wasn't like a four hour five hour film right I wasted scenes yeah oh there we go yeah good good picks. Eight plus cool um we'll move on now to our games well, actually, wait, before, I wanna kinda, I was gonna see when to do this. Um, I wanna kinda see with the audience. Uh, <laughs> was there any favorite films for, for anyone in the audience?
2: Effect.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. The moments where you see Scarlet Witch like Terminator mode after them. Yeah. I was like Oh Jesus. Yeah, it was <laughs>
0: Did you have, like, other expectations going into the film? Um... Like, were you thinking it was going to be something altogether different, or...? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I
1: just didn't expect you to take that direction. So I just expected to kind of fall in line
0: Any other fan-favorite films? I think from this
1: year. Watching
0: this I probably watched Lighthouse. Which film? Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. Lighthouse. Yeah. Okay, with the William Ford. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. The Northman North like was good mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yes, the Batman. Batman. Yeah, it's a long movie. It is. That was, that was a long movie. It was good though. I, I think sure. the Batman is the best superhero film in this year. Yeah. For sure.
3: One of the moments
0: for me for that film that stood out was, the introduction of the Batmobile. Oh, heck yeah. Like, I felt feared when I was <laughs> watching shit. I go to the AMC theaters often for that for these films,
3: and they have
0: the theater where it's like, the sound comes out of the seats. And that was one of the few times this year where, like, you hear it, like, he kind of like signals it with a remote yeah. to come and get him. And, he and you just hear this revving, that sounds like a demon <laughs> yeah. going out of his corner. I was like, Jesus. That was a good one. I'm gonna give a shout out to Triple R. Yeah, it's a to Indian film. It's on Netflix, right? Yes. It's like three hours
3: a That's Netflix, so you can just pause and watch one. That's good. Cool. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um we'll move on to games now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. So we'll go to games. What game did it for you
0: guys this year? Top of the top. So I'll right. start it again. Uh, for me, it's it's a recent
2: game that I think has a lot of potential. Uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand, Dark Tide. Uh, it's a really good game. It is a uh, first-person shooter that's a co-op survival. Like you go through a, like a whole mission, you have to survive like hordes of monsters that come at you. And you have uh, you can either get different weapons. You have characters that have different abilities. But when you choose a character, you kind of stay with that character. Um, but he has like a psychonaut type character where or as uses powers to like blow their minds and stuff, but he can also use too much of that and, and essentially like blow his own mind. Oh, yeah. so you have to be very careful to balance that. You have a ranger that like is usually like usually he's like the further away person and he uses range to do more damage. Um, and he has like grenades and stuff. You have a tank, like a big ogre guy, um, who's usually the the one that takes the most damage and then you have a uh, like a pyrotechnic person who uses fire, and he usually uses a flamethrower to control the crowd, the crowds for the whole group and stuff. Okay. And so it It's like a team it, clock. it takes a balance, but like sometimes you get a group where it's just like it's all the rangers, so like everyone has to be far away from like enemies that are coming at you. because like it's pretty difficult instead of stuff. So. Nice. Really fun are you familiar with the warhammer and stuff? Uh, I'm not, but I've always enjoyed it. I, I don't have like any of okay. the board game or like, the models and stuff, but okay. I've always enjoyed like these games. They
0: have um, Oh, you played so. actually that was my next question: Have you played other Warhammer? Games? Yeah,
2: but I don't know. I'm not familiar with like the uh, like the
0: history. Ah, I cool. Well, I know there's some fans in the audience that are Warhammer fans. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Um, well, I was gonna ask: Is was there a particular memory you had with this game? I know it's recent, but is there a moment that it really stood out to you that you want that you could recall? <laughs> For me, it
2: was like a a moment that like. I regret a decision, but it was like it made me realize like how the game is. I had bought like a weapon and like upgraded it to be like a purple weapon, and then when I did the mission, it gave me like a uh, an emperor's gift, and it was another purple item. And I was like, I had just upgraded my item to be like at this level, and I realized like this game can be like very hectic. It can give you an item or it can just not give you anything at all, and it all just depends on its own look. Oh.
0: So there's an RPG
2: element to it, like you're leveling up the characters, you're yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right now I think the max level is like uh, level thirty. Do like
0: you hit the max level yet? No, I'm like twenty one. I don't. Know. How long have you played? Um, Marcus is notorious for beating games, like getting to the <laughs> level uh, cap, like since, five since the minutes.
2: game came out, which was like November thirty. <laughs> it hasn't been that long okay. that it came out, but I've been playing it like almost every day, but. Sometimes it, it, it's um, it's frustrating because I try to do like harder difficulty levels and you get bombarded by the by these mobs and like you know don't, don't finish the mission. Oh sure. Like so you go back down a, a, a level and, and try to do that. Oh level. so you can lose
3: your level. Yeah. Well no no. Um, sorry like back down in difficulty.
0: Oh okay okay. Yeah. I was like this game is part of shit. It's like you you're not worthy. Go back down. Yeah uh, yeah. All right cool cool. Jay. Mine's the last
3: one. Oh. How could I forget? It's the best. Well, I also
0: played a game that uh, recently came out. Um, I'd say I was able to finish it before Thanksgiving. It's God of War Ragnar. Um Kind of about uh, the, the premise of it is it's a sequel to the 2018 God of War game. God of War being there's Kratos. He's like this Spartan warrior who's turned like God of War and goes around killing gods. Um, And then 2018 one it started this new journey where he's in a Norse mythological space instead of I think it's Greek Mm -hmm. The Greek space which is where he kind of originated from with like Hades and Zeus and all those books, but in this new world um, He has a son Atreus and then they're trying to figure out his in the the 2018 one um, His his mother just his wife had just passed and so they are going to put her ashes on the top of the mountain action ensues, they get kind of caught up into into a lot of the Norse mythology um, scheming that's going on. And this one continues that journey. So um, I liked it because in this one, it's in the last one, it's him kind of reconciling his son's like a little like, it's very, his son is very not him. His son is like, he's like this hulking man of action, just barbarian, crazy man. And his son is like, kind of soft, he's still growing. Kind of like a uh, road to perdition of um, where he's taking care of a kid. And he doesn't really connect with him. It is always his wife that connected with him, uh, with the son. And so it's like, now he has to figure out a way to like connect with him. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> he's like, oh shit, it's funny. Um, <laughs> And so in this one, in the last one, he kind of embraces his son and takes him in. And he's like, okay, yes, I will raise you. you know, I'm, I'm, I love you, You're, you are my son. And this one, it's more, his son is growing up and his son wants to go and explore and do things that he doesn't necessarily agree with. So it's like he's in his teenage years more so. It's like him wrestling with that. In Norse Greek mythology craziness. So it's like all those like things of like fatherhood and and your kid growing up. And it was interesting because my moment was
3: more, it builds up to him and Thor are like, they're, they're mirrors of each other. Thor also has children.
0: Kratos as a son. And they're both like, we live in a cycle of who we are. is like, I'm an, I'm an instrument of destruction for Odin. Kratos was like, I have been an instrument of destruction all my life, like that is my purpose. And one has kind of accepted or kind of, I would say, just given up on trying to be like, that's what I am and that's all I'll be. And the other is, Kratos is trying to change that. He's trying to be better for his son, better for himself, better for things. And seeing that dichotomy of the two was interesting, and the way they they, they deal with it. It wasn't like a straightforward like switch turns on. It was like he's struggling with trying aspects of it. It's like it, it goes against his nature. It um, goes against what he's what he's used to, what he wants for his son, and then, like those conflict. so I really like that. I think the storytelling of that was really well done, and it's like cool thing too was Thor was played by um, one of the main protagonists in Sons of Manor. The the, the Jax's best friend, The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, he was in the later seasons of The Walking Dead. Which just ended, right? (laughs) Yeah, damn. I never thought that show would ever end. There's like eight other shows, right? (laughs) Um,
3: But yeah, God of War. Um, And I've only beaten like the main game
0: but there's, they flesh out that game so well, like, there's uh, Odin's ex-wife who hates you, and for, for reasons I won't spoil. That's the witch? Yeah, she's like, kind of mystical, I guess. More natural, okay. nature, magic, is more probably what I would be inclined Does it have Valkyries? It has, it has Valkyries,
3: but it has something equivalent to Valkyries, were like, um, these like, difficult side missions that
0: you can face, like, oh, I don't have to finish this, but I can go this path and fight a Valkyrie and fight in like one-on-one combat, and it was tough. And those are my favorite missions. Yeah, There's a version of
1: those in this game, and they are. <laughs> I actually have a question. Yeah. Because my main grip with God of War games is the first boss fight is epic. Yes. And then it just goes downhill. Does that, how is it in this game?
3: I would say
0: it starts the same, like it starts epic. Um, I know the first it, boss fight.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm trying not to see spoilers. I'm like, That's <laughs> that, they start off with that. I was like, "Damn, okay." Yeah, it gets crazy <laughs> out the game, gate. Um, but it does take a like the middle parts are a little long,
0: and it kind of goes into the formulaic like Sony does. Sony PlayStation does this a lot. They'll do third-person action adventure games where the middle parts are go through a puzzle, while characters narrate, get a little like fight scene here. Go to the next puzzle, narrowing, and it's to get those story beats going, and then you get to the big epic stuff. But when it gets to the, so it does what the other ones have done to answer your question. But I think what it does is when it gets to those big epic parts, it goes to them, and then it goes Noble extra. Like there was at least three different boss fights where I was like amazed by the initial experience, but then it just kept going. I was like, oh shit! It's like it, it, it makes you think, like it, it tricks you, um, and you know it's. It's hard to tell when it's not like just knowing that won't spoil it, but um, I, I really like it. And the combat is amazing. Like, I know you could just stick to, like, I know you played it where it's just you stick to fist. Um, and that's a challenge of its own. Um, he's a masochist, man.
3: Um
0: But uh, they, they introduce, like, they have the, the axe, they have, like, three other weapons, and then each of these weapons they're starting the. Uh, abilities and everything um, are already fully fleshed out. It's enough to like feel like, oh, this is a this is cool combat. But then you level up and increase in skill build, and by the end of the game, you're like a war machine of every type of action, you know, combat you can think of, and they all fluidly flow into each other. And it's just really impressive
1: to see a game do that at the caliber of this game does it. So. As game. What's your game? The reason why I'm always going last is because this is our favorite game of the year, um, unanimously Elden Ring. Um, you don't like it? <laughs> okay, well, I don't want to get into the story because it's kind of weird and complicated. Yeah, i you're trying to be an Elden Lord. Yeah. That's the basic plot. And I'm actually pretty happy that this is from Soft's like, most successful software. People who usually don't play these types of games are playing it, and it's not difficult because they get they give you the tools to beat. You can ask for help, you can get spirits, and I think it's the, most ex- it's the hardest bosses that are in a front-soft game, but it's the most accessible front-soft game. I didn't know that the summons existed until halfway through the game, by the way. <laughs> don't be like me, use their summons, because I was a masochist. <laughs> what did you do? I just sold everything. Yeah,
0: and summons are, like, the things, not, not summoning another player, you're talking
1: about, the like, spirits. the little spirit things that can yeah. you can have as abilities? Yeah. You didn't even use them. So, it also it's like Breath of the Wild and Dark Souls had a baby. That's Elden Ring. Okay. Open world RPG sound, yeah. Do you have a particular memory that stuck with you about the game? So with like, from something like the bosses are kinda like similar, but the one that threw me off was Horaloo and his second form. Can you remind me of who Horaloo was? Wrestling. Okay. And I was like, yeah. holy shit, they fucking this is different. The a like, lion thing? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Soup him, From hundred feet in the air. He he pretty much becomes zinky. And yeah, just that match just like grabs people at all
2: times. and just does everything to them.
1: The first time, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it does, it does you off, yeah, because well, the, the dodging dodging is it.
0: different. <laughs> so for, you, for both of you, you guys are from South that's like you guys have played a slew of their games before. Yes. I think I've always tried to play their games, mm-hmm. and I've always had, I think, I've had more difficulty getting into them, get, figuring out like what the, it hasn't clicked with Sekiro, I tried before, but this game helped me kind of get into them more, like, after playing Elden Ring, I was more inclined to try Sekiro again. I was more inclined to try Demon Souls again. I was more inclined yeah. to Sekiro. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> it was fun. Look, like, it, like, after spending as many hours as I did with Elden Ring, um,
1: that kind of just made me inclined to the combat, to the world, and to the... I think that's amazing because I think Sekiro is, from Souls hardest game because you can't ask for help. Yeah. That's a single player experience. And if you're not good at like rhythm games, you're just gonna get owned. That's a, that's a That's a rhythm game. Sekiro's a rhythm game. Right, like, most of the, most of these, like the boss fights, it's like-
3: There's like a rhythm to them, yeah. Yeah. That, that, after you describe it to me, I, every time I look at one of these boss fights, I,
0: They go for like, yeah, like, like the, this rhythm of the combat. Yeah. Uh, did you have a, a moment with the game that like, you want Yeah, for me, it was
2: Millennia. Um, uh, yeah, honest. she she just like, she was my stopping point and and well for a bit for think yeah like <laughs> it just it it put a stop to my progress for a while because she's just she's a monster like when when he goes into the second phase, like she just does so much damage to you. It's, a lot it's lot hard to it. It. That's the hardest from Salt Boss. I I wouldn't say that, but it did give me the most trouble one of all of them. It's
1: that or the last boss. That, I mean, those, yeah, those, are, those are those are the two guys that they say are the hardest from soft possible But Melania, what yeah. one thing I'm cheap about Melania is like when she hits you, she heals. Yeah, that and was. And and that works so,
0: even when they block, right? Yeah. Even if you block, yeah. she heals. Yeah. She hits your spirit, she heals. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <What the> So <laughs> yeah. I had no shame. I, you guys didn't. I mean, you didn't use summons. did You use summons, was uh, Yeah. I'm that but one. you didn't. You didn't do the the front call front. Call. I uh no I didn't do Call of Friend. I did everything. <laughs> I did summon Call of Friend, the farming methods to like level myself up to like a bajillion before I even tried. Yeah. And even still, I went to Melania and I was like, okay, I'm a little magic boy in the corner. And everyone was like huddled around her trying to find I was like, Well, what's called cool. <laughs> <laughs> And then like I think
3: they were healing and she aggroed to me after my last so I was like and I kind of like just
0: run the whole time. I was like, "It's
3: time, it's time."
0: And then I died. But then, I, as I was dying, I saw them beat her. It didn't count. Oh no! No, yeah. I eventually was able to get her, but that was like how many? Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, the one of the moments that was, I was doing, I was trying to do a specific storyline, like a, psych, a not a cycle. It's like there's endings to the game or the trophies or whatever, but even still like, there's just like these endings that you can create a certain set of stuff. And I was trying to go for, um, wait, ladies Ronnie? Oh yeah, yeah. And one of the things I was like, oh, I, I, I was trying to follow, I had a guide up where it was telling me to go, it was telling me stuff without telling me spoilers, which I appreciate because it led to this moment. I was going through this, this like cosmic underground space, which that alone was like a moment where it's like, you go underground these elevators and then you just, the world becomes like unfathomable and like just this cosmic everything and everything is completely different from what you see seen before. And then in that area, it, it was like, okay, go do this, go do that, go to this cave. And then I saw a door It was like, oh, okay, this is gonna be possible. I'm like, okay, shit. Sure. I go in and it's like this centipede planetary solar system creature. And I'm like, what the hell? And then as soon as I entered, just like Death Star laser beam me. I was like, what? Okay. And so I, I went back into the fight. And then this, every time I went into the fight, it was something completely new. I was like, now it's teleporting above me, landing, meteor, shower, it was like fighting Frieza for the first time. And you're like, there's another four? There's another four? It was like, it was insane. And I, I was like, this, I don't think any other boss was surprise me the way this boss
1: surprised me. Yeah, another surprise, generally you know we general done Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he like goes up into he space, he disappears, and you're like, "Oh, this is it, I did it! Brings a fucking asteroid to you. <laughs> I like General Redon's, like, So, Fromsoft has like these backstories, and his backstories. He's he's a big dude, but he's like riding a tiny horse. Uh, and he's the, the best horse. Why he, he's like, well, he learned gravity magic, so he doesn't crush his horse. I was like. That's the one reason. And he's, he's like, like holding up asteroids so the earth or that world doesn't get destroyed. So like, this guy is just like... The battle is like
0: a festival for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He wants like to die with yeah. yeah. He's like, come fight me. And everyone, you can bring all the other NPC characters in there to like join in the doesn't fight. want to crush his
1: horse, that's why you doing gravity magic. i would learned gravity magic to not crush my cat. <laughs> Dude, the horse is like struggling. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs>
2: The boss fight Yeah, did you have any other moment? No, yeah, it's the same one with Renan where he uh he goes up in the sky and he brings down one of the the meteorites that he's holding up yeah. just to take you out. And like I don't know if there's I mean there is a timing to dodging it, but like I never figured it out. I just always got hit for that thing, but I was I managed to survive one and won
1: that specific battle fight. Okay. The, the one thing that this game introduced is boss fights will go like, huh, 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 uh, wait for it. Wait yeah, for like like it. When, when it. am I gonna block yeah. or dodge? And I feel like the next From Soft games, he's gonna incorporate things. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's like the next troll. So from soft games, there's troll moments, traps. So I think the
0: next I one think one of the go first go moments in this go game go where like I went to, to open a treasure chest and it teleported me to like the hard
1: place. Oh, Katelyn, when you first entered Katelyn. Yeah, that's how I entered Kaylin. And you just see the skies all red, and it's like, holy shit, this, I'm not supposed to
0: be here. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere in that game, I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah, yeah, good game. And now I'd like to ask our, our audience, was there any game for you guys this year? Master Duel. What's that? Master Duel. Master Duel. Can you just, is that the u The yu okay. gi
1: Oh, cool. what, did they do something different this year? Anymore,
0: okay. Super accessible, cancel the cards.
1: Hearted cards? As long as it's got yeah, that
0: it's got Yeah, got Is it PvP? Yeah. And you can do your own thing too. Yeah, cool. yeah it's got meds and everything. And like the best part about it is just watching people
1: play like 10 minute
0: turns, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And so the ten minute turns are like they combo off and do yeah. all kinds of things. What's one more? It's like any moment Matt. every freaking moment. <laughs> Nice. Okay, Master. Any other ones? I oh, mean, yeah. obviously Elden Ring. I went through an effort to add moments to the battle. I was Like hopping around, and I'm a magic user, so it's like I can't
1: really it. So it's like I ended up calling or speaking on a friend in the most of the battle. I was stabbing hand not and they ended up getting killed. Had like one hit oh. Left and I was oh my like, oh, God! God I
0: I'm like, kind to hit him, and I'm oh, like, I was like, no! And he's like, I just felt so much like dread, like, what's the number gonna be? And I finally
1: got a hit, he died, and no, like, oh wow! Uh, the <laughs> sense of relief. Yeah. yeah. what do you see defeated on the screen, like, oh. yeah, I like that moment when you just know the boss fight like, after like just like Leo <laughs> over the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> well, I mean, we've done you know, that at that point, but. When you had done
0: that, had you already access to your more amazing magic abilities, or? No,
3: not
1: it? yet. Oh, yeah. it, was, yeah, it, was it was just the pellets. Yeah, just the pellets. <laughs> yeah, just cool. know, just the pellets. That's, that's all I could do with it. I think, um, I, I think it's actually, I think I not the strongest that he just moved so much. Yeah, yeah you yeah, can't you can, do you that, can that ability. The strong <laughs> one like <because laughs> long, long end. The, the charm, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at that go, and he just doesn't I'm like, all right, well, I hit him for like a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one.
0: Cool. All right, cool. Well, uh, well, we can. Actually, we do have time yeah. for um, shows and anime. Let's do it. After you. For
2: me, um, let's see a show. I can go.
0: Yeah, you, you want to go first. There was many. I watched a lot of shows, but I think I'm leaning towards anime. Yeah. Um, I think the one be... that stuck with me the most, and maybe I'm a little biased because I just I, I caught up with the show and then I was like, I don't want to stop, this is a manga. I started reading it, it was Chainsaw Man. Um, it, there's like, I don't know if the recent trend has been with Demon Slayer, with Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, there's like a bureau or an organization of some kind that's like demon hunting, like essentially. Like that's the basicness of this. But then Chainsaw Man is like, this kid is an orphan who's kind of in debt due to his father kind of being in debt to the mafia. And he's got, he's like trying to make ends meet by hunting down demons for just cash to pay off the debt. Um, And he does that with the help of a little like Pikachu cute like chainsaw dog, Mm -hmm. demon dog. One thing leads to another, he ends up getting the abilities of being like a chainsaw man. And now he's in a demon hunting period. And then the show kind of takes, that's like, that's the starting point. Um, And I would say it kind of mixes weird that I like in anime, like it does a lot of the stuff that Evangelion or um, Akira or some of those kind of do, but also keeps it kind of like funny. And like, he's just an idiot that is just trying to, he's like, kind of like, what do you want? He's like, I'll be in this bureau if like I can just, I don't know what I want, what, what should I want? And someone's like, you, you want a kiss, right? And he's like, yeah, that sounds like a goal. I'll make that my life goal. And then he's like, I don't know what a goal is. But in that, like, in like a lot of the story he's trying to figure out like should I just focus on basic necessities or should I aspire to things or should I like push push goals like can they be just simple things that you want from me today or do you want something more and he's like do I, should I be weird for not wanting that I don't know like I like that but he's like while he's still simple and goofy and we didn't this in the greatness of this yeah um he does a lot of stuff that's cool and it, it's it is graphic and Chainsaw Man. Um, there's like the demons in this are like based around things that people fear in today's world. So like there's a there's a gun demon, and that's like one of the most feared because guns are just everywhere, and they they cause the, the things that cause fear the most are the stronger demons. And so can't go with that. Like it, it made me think about like oh what else could be a demon? I don't know. Someone could be like a random demon of like phobias. But it was cool. I liked it a lot. The animation's really good. I have a question? Yes.
1: The manga, there's not a lot out. Are they gonna surpass it? Like, will there not be enough material to make the anime? No, there will be.
0: Okay. I like the manga. So there was um, in manga chapters, there was like 120 out so far. the The main story that this show takes takes up is the first 90 some chapter. And this this part is like just the beginnings of, it. so they have a lot of ground to cover. It'll be many seasons, and I think anime as a whole, like we're seeing a lot of different animes now. Like My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, this, like eighteen other ones, twenty other ones. Um, they're like kind of in their beginnings, middles, more like ramping up. And I'm like, man, anime is going to be blowing up even more. Like it already is. I feel like it's. And then uh, for me, I'd have to go with the uh, Ranking of Kings. Oh, I saw yeah. it in the beginning of the
2: year, but it um, has a character named uh, Boji. And uh, he, he's in a family where he is the... Uh, uh, his dad is one of like the strongest characters in the world, and he has none of that strength. And uh, you find out reasons why he doesn't have the strength and stuff, but he still has the ability to keep up with like these people in this world where... like. That they, their their ranking is ach- uh, achieved by like the things that they've done, and so he's able to keep up with like some of these high ranking people that do like just insane amount of damage, and he can just keep up with them and, and stop them in their tracks and stuff. So cool. Really they get
1: So shows sure. are kind of weird because I'm not caught up. I, mean, I don't watch like I watching stuff from back in the day, yeah. but. I'm gonna say you better call salt that show out right now. But I'm not caught up. So I'm gonna say there is a show that I watch, it's anime. And I don't usually watch anime. Um, Attack on Titan. Um, the stuff they do in that anime is it, yeah, it blows animation. my mind. Like the like the revelations. I don't want to get into spoilers, but there's a revelation with the main character and you find out what he does in his life. <laughs> it, it's hard to talk about it,
3: but
0: it, the, for that show, it took me two attempts to really get into it. The first attempt, I kind of was like, I don't get what the hyper interest is in this. The animation style wasn't really talking to me, and I was like, yeah, I'm not clicking with it. I tried it again years later, and something about it just kind of clicked after I got through. Like, the first season was short, and then the second season was where it kind of got more intriguing with the plots and the mysteries, and it just continues to, to escalate that. To do it in ways that are unconventional. And I, I think yeah. I appreciated that. And it kind of like pushed on questions that make you think about just how people go about stuff and societies and all that stuff. So yeah. it was really interesting like, for, for that to kind of bring that as a as a mainstream anime that became like as huge as it is. They have a giant inflatable thing in the other hall. Oh, that's right. So it is huge, just cool moments in that yeah. hall.
1: Do you have a favorite character? Mikasa, maybe? Okay. Levi is cool too. Yeah, I'd probably
2: have to choose Levi as well. Yeah. Cool. And the fight scenes with with
0: Levi and the the beast Titan. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. Nice. Is there any shows anyone in the audience has enjoyed this year? Mm -hmm. Oh, Edge Runner. I'm just starting that one
1: right. That's a Okay. I'll keep an eye on that. if you are watching stuff it's really good.
3: Cool. Yeah. I got hold on I do now.
1: That's not how it is.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're at time. Uh, yeah, uh, guys. Where can people find you guys?
2: They can find me Cole Marple on all social media. I have the last us bosses everywhere. Find me at
0: Crucial Prime. Find us all at the Week of DLC. And I want to give a special thank you to everyone in the audience today. Appreciate you guys coming today. It means a lot. Um, we've been doing this for a long time, and it's been fun. And I continue to enjoy doing this. And I wanted to just thank you guys for that. So um, we do have an outro. One that uh, someone in the audience had a special contribution for, um, but because it's a panel, we kind of want to involve the audience. If you if you aren't interested in joining, you don't. There's no obligation. But we typically say, "We'll DLC you later," and we'd love you guys to say the DLC part. So we'll start it. Okay. Um, will
3: will. DLC. You later. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Photo ops outside if anyone wants to. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, signature.